Ladies and gentlemen, if you like the Smug Film Podcast, do yourself a favor and head over to patreon.com slash smugfilm, where we've got a bunch of great rewards if you donate to the show. For just $1 a month, you'll get a bonus mini episode of the show every Monday in your inbox, as well as access to all the past mini episodes. These episodes will never be available on iTunes or smugfilm.com or anywhere else. The only way to hear them is by donating $1 a month through patreon.com slash smugfilm. For $5 a month, you'll get the bonus episodes. Plus, we will do a 30-second plug of whatever you want on one episode a month. Your movie, your small business, how cool you are, your Twitter handle, whatever it is, we'll plug it. For $10 a month, you'll get the bonus episodes. Plus, we'll do a 30-second plug of whatever you want on every single episode of the show. That's four episodes a month. That's an incredible deal. So once again, the URL is patreon.com slash smugfilm. Head on over there today, and we look forward to your kind donation. And now, on to the show. Welcome to the Smug Film Podcast. I'm your host, Cody Clark. With me today is Jenna Ipkar. Hello. And our special guest, comedian, Anthony Kapfer. Hey. Hey, you know him from uh, early episodes of the Smug Film Podcast as the movie joke guy. He used to always bust out some uh, some quality movie jokes. Oh, yeah, that but was me. It, you haven't busted them out in, in a while. I have not busted them out in You've a while. You've been abstaining from, from busting out the jokes in that capacity, but you do bust out jokes regularly here in New York City, yes? Yeah. Where, where are some places you, you are usually found? Uh, well, you can find me at the Greenwich Village Comedy Club mm. a lot of nights. Um, sometimes I'm at New York Comedy Club, Broadway Comedy Club, some random bars, anywhere, really. Anywhere. Streets. The streets. Subways. Rooms, subways. That's right. Some, I'll do jokes in your bathroom. Falafel places. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so you have a you have a movie joke yeah. now, finally. I Yeah, I, tw- I tweeted this. And it uh, got a lot of response, yeah? It did all right. Yeah. People are, people are enjoying it. I think so. So let's, let's hear your uh, movie joke, because people have been clamoring. People are... People always, are. I'm always hearing clamor. Yeah, people, sometimes they come up to me and they're like, dude, what's up? Yeah, where's the movie jokes? We need more movie jokes. You're the movie joke guy. I used to be the king. You used to be the king. Yeah. You who, still who are the king. You? You're just, yeah. yeah. You <laughs> haven't been dethroned. You just, you haven't shown up to King's Court or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Your fucking subjects are like, where's the king? Well, you know what? The king is back. The king is back. <laughs> Breaking you- news. We're here to announce the king is the, back. The king is back. Could I set you up any better than that? This I, joke better be good so. now. All right. Yeah, I hope it's good. <laughs> All right. Let's hear this movie joke. All right, here it is. I want to make an Independence Day movie where Trump is president and he keeps talking about building a ceiling to keep the aliens out. All right. I like I'd it. watch it. Get it? Because they, they come from the sky. Uh-huh. So yeah. you need the nice big ceiling over the U.S. <laughs> keep the aliens out. Yeah. I like it. it. It did all right. And if you like it, you can follow me on Twitter. And at, it's topical, too. You got the uh, Trump in there. Yeah, Trump's in there. And you can use that for a little while now. You can use that joke uh, through November. Yeah, maybe I'll do it on stage tonight. Yeah. Get back to us. I'll let you know if I, if you guys have me back on. Yeah. So you are here today. I'm here. And Jenna is here today. Yo. 
because we uh, we are continuing our uh, nightmare. Yeah, how <laughs> how do we even call? I mean, we started out with Gordy, then we went to Gumby, then we went to Jenna. What did we go to next? Oh God, Gooby, <laughs> Gooby, Gooby. Oh God, Gooby. Remember Gooby? Then we went to Gooby. I so tried really hard to forget. Actually, Gord- it took me a minute. Gordy, Gumby, Gooby, and now we are in. Goofy, but too goofy. So goofy, goofy. Mm-hmm. We did both goofy movies. That's what we're here to talk about today. Yeah, a goofy movie and an extremely goofy movie. <laughs> Those are the titles. So we went Gordy, Gumby, Gooby, Gooby, <laughs> Goofy, Goofy, and then in the future we're going to do Gorky for Gorky Park. And I've just decided today. I've just uh, I've just had this thought before we started recording. We're going to do Grimsby. Because their brother's Grimsby. Just prolonging our suffering. Oh, God, yeah. So Please we, call in. Gordy. <laughs> Say no. Gumby. Gooby. Goofy. Mm-hmm. Goofy. Mm-hmm. Gorky. Yeah. Grimsby. Can we have people call in if they want us to, to Brexit this or if to <laughs> remain? <laughs> Can people add to it? Yeah, Can do people call in and Greg, tell you Brexit? other ones they Just want? do, yeah, hashtag Gooby Brexit or something <laughs> to let us, or Gooby remain. Or if you like what we're doing here, we'll keep doing it. We'll keep trying to figure out words like that. Cause what about Gatsby? Oh, fuck, you're right. And there are mu- there are multiple Gatsby movies. I tried to watch that one with Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, I walked out of the theater. It was so fucking. And bad. you had the, did you have I the 3D it. glasses yeah. and everything? I walked out of a 3D movie. Walking that cost out of seventeen dollars. That's a that's a feat. Walking out of a 3D movie. <laughs> it's got to be real bad. It was it was. I gave it like twenty minutes, and then wow. I, and then I went and I <laughs> snuck into the. What's that one with Owen Wilson and and Vince Vaughn where they work at Google? the internship? Yeah. You snuck into the internship. Yeah. You watched that with the 3D glasses on. <laughs> that, didn't, that didn't do you any favors. That wasn't a good movie either, but it was better than Gatsby. Oof. So do, do we do... But there, I heard, aren't there good Gatsby adaptations? Uh, a, I mean, the Robert older Redford ones. one is like, okay. And there's like an older, older one. There's like a 30s or 40s or something one, right? Uh, not that I've seen. We'll have to look that up. I, I know there's multiple... I, I feel it in my soul, Jenna. <laughs> the DiCaprio one was okay. I guess we can save that for that episode, but please call in and tell us to Brexit this whole thing. So. Yeah. If if you <laughs> want us to keep doing this silly charade. Brexit. Charade. <laughs> however you want to say Gork, it. Gorks it. So, uh, yeah, let us know either, you know, goofy Brexit, gooby, bre- Grexit, <laughs> go- gre- Gorexit. Yeah, I guess it or, should be Grexit. Grexit. Right. Hashtag Grexit. Gre- hashtag Grexit or hashtag Green <laughs> And uh, I mean, <laughs> let we just us came know. up with another episode, the Gatsby one. We could, we could talk about all the Gatsby's. Yeah. Well, I mean, I came up with Grim- Grimsby right before and now we got Gatsby too. And God damn, we, we could keep going forever. The whole thing, though, I want to stress this. We can't just do like other weird G ones. We can't do gummo. We can't do like that. It has to fit. The exact parameter that we're going for. Which is G and Y. G and Y. It has to start with G and with Y. <laughs> okay. For some reason, it just works. It, it makes it better. What about IE? Does IE work? Or it if, it, if it sounds like Y. Okay. If Gr- it, Grabinski Park or If it makes an beach. E sound at the end. Okay. Yeah. So we watched the two Goofy movies. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I remember seeing the first one as a kid. I liked the first one as a kid. I never saw the second one. Wh- yeah. Which ones had you seen... Both of you, when you were when you were children, 
I, I saw the first one. All right. I didn't and, know about uh, the second one. I didn't know about the second one either. I saw the first one. I'm pretty positive on a cruise ship. Mm. <laughs> I it, And I remember my mother taking me and she didn't really care for it. And I was had mixed emotions about it, even as a child. Mm. I remember liking that first one as a, as a child. I remember the second one existing. I remember it coming out on tape. I remember not seeing it. Mm. And... Uh, Kind of, kind of glad I made that choice, and kind of, <laughs> kind of not glad I made the choice to watch it uh, right now. Right now, yeah, that was. Uh, you know, we'll get to that one, but uh, I'll, I'll tell you the only thing I remembered about the Goofy movie, having seen it on that cruise ship, was I remember the sensation of being on a ship while watching a movie, which was strange in a theater. Mm. Uh, Do they have theaters on those things? Yeah. And big old, big old cruise ships. Yeah, it was a big, it was, we were some, I forget, we Bermuda, I think we were going to Bermuda. Do you forget you're like on the water when you're on one of them big ones? Not in that theater because you feel the rolling underneath oh, and you're horrible. in a black room. Yeah, it was really, it was like a little bit not okay. It's like a 4D movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you guys see Speed 2 Cruise Control. They should that show way. you Titanic. Yeah, they show you Titanic, <laughs> Speed Two, Cruise Control. Yeah, uh, Fast, what too else? Furious. Yeah, Too Fat, Master and Commander. Oh hell yeah! Yeah, Waterworld. Yeah, Waterworld, <laughs> the extended cut. But I also remember the obsession with Whiz Cheese Whiz. Cheese yeah, Whiz. Oh, everybody remembers that. Everybody, you, if you say Goofy Movie, they're mm. like, oh, Cheese Whiz. It's string cheese or whatever, you know? Like, why? And I still, it disturbed me as a kid, and it still disturbed me this time around. Yeah. <laughs> the spray cheese? And yes. And the, the second one, he's all about pizza, right? Which is just a, the cheese obsession. Pizza? Yeah, there's, so a, there's a definite cheese obsession through line through mm. both these movies. And if I'm going to hand it to the second one for anything, you know, it kept the cheese alive. Yeah. <laughs> there's cheese in that second one. It it, it was it took the, the football of cheese mm -hmm. metaphorically from the you know the passer and it ran it into not into the end zone because I don't think the second movie was a success but it ran <laughs> it ran the cheese ball yeah. metaphorically speaking and then fumbled yeah and uh, fumbled tremendously and then the other team recovered and won the game mm -hmm. but I'll, I'll <laughs> say right off the bat right when it started I got really nostalgic for the old Walt Disney logo opening. Oh, yeah. Because it's not the one, it's not the Pixar one where it like zooms in on the fucking castle from like really far away. Like, you know, like that whole long extended and there's like little flags and there's like fireworks and lights and this, that, you know, the one where it just, it, it keeps zooming and zooming, which is part of our youth too, essentially, like that first 1.0 version of that that's part of our youth but i got real nostalgic for just the fucking like blue card walt disney logo not zooming in on the castle just blue background and then the logo just like appears like a nice simple like just classy just white logo on blue oh, yeah. simple like studio ghibli actually yeah, it, it, yeah exactly it was almost like a studio ghibli just nice simple logo i like that right when i fucking hit play and I saw that, I was like, man, I forgot about just the simple Disney logo vibe. Are you guys with me on that? I didn't even think I about didn't, it. I didn't think about it, but now, <laughs> now I know what See, you're See, I saying. was trying to maximize my enjoyment out of this picture right from the start. I was looking for anything I could find to just get me through this if it sucks. But I, I, ended, up, I ended up liking the Goofy movie. I didn't think it was great. I thought it was pretty good yeah. for a kid's movie. 
Yeah, so like the plot, just to quickly summarize yeah, summarize it, the plot there, Jenna. Is, uh, you know, it's I guess there was Goof Troop was a TV show, which I also have yeah. no memory of. Oh, quite I love Goof Troop. That was See, I loved uh, Goof Troop, the SNES game. That was my <laughs> shit. That was a real fun, like, puzzle game. Ooh, man, that was good. It was like you, you went around. It was like a Zelda view from above, and you had to, like, push blocks around, and, like, you fought bad guys sometimes. But that was a real good game. It was like a puzzle platformer thing. So, Anthony, you're going to have to fill us in because I, that was one thing I remember as a kid not understanding, which was like, who are these other non-goofy, goofy people? You know, oh, yeah. like he had uh, on Goof Troop, he had that friend, the fat friend. Yeah. And I don't know where the Polly Shore character came from. I don't remember him. from. I Goof think Troop. that's just an invented uh, for just for the thing movie. for the film. Yeah. And the girl. Yeah. I don't think she was in the show, but they were best friends. Him and the. Whatever. What is he supposed to be? Does he have a, a son? Is, is he a bear? Pete or something? Yeah, I think Pete. he's like all a cat or something. He's a cat? Whatever he is. Because Goofy's meant friends. to be a dog, right? Yeah. Yeah, but you know, you get trapped into that whole internet thing of like, if uh, Pluto's a dog, why is Goofy a dog? You know, like they're all these fucking, that's like, yeah. that's a thing on the internet. That's a complaint people have. I'm like, you know what? I'm on board. You know, it's, it's Disney. It's fine. Right. It's not a problem. <laughs> he just never we looked can, like We a can dog. have little rats like running around the place and Mickey Mouse too. It's okay. <laughs> you know, I'm not throwing up my arms in disgust. <laughs> Mickey Mouse, uh, you know, mousetrap. They're be. just yeah. evolved, you know? Yeah, exactly. Some of them evolved. Yeah. Some of them, you know, they didn't work for it, yeah. you know? So they're just <laughs> hanging around being actual dogs. Yeah. Pluto didn't want to, you know, get a job and learn to speak. So he gets to just be on the floor walking on all fours. Goofy, it's apparently. how the world works. Apparently, Goofy Folks. almost completed college. Yeah, right. So, so Goofy, the Goofy movie is about Goofy's son Max, mm-hmm. who is uh, graduating high school. No, he's starting high school. It's, he's in high school. He's go, it's summer vacation's about to start. That's all. That's right. Yeah. It's, he, it's maybe high he's school. a junior. Maybe he's a senior. Who cares? And he likes. Uh, no, yeah, he is starting high school. Yeah, yeah, you're right. he's starting, and he has a skateboard, and he likes skating. And there's a, a very pretty chick at, at school, and he wants to impress the girl. Is but she then, a dog too? I couldn't tell. I think they're all meant to be dogs. Oh, okay, I was, they're evolved dogs. Yeah, they all, yeah. They're all little. Dogs little are always evolving. We are always crossbreeding. <laughs> some some humanoid character had sex with a dog way back, and now we have Goofy. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what if Walt Disney? You find that in his handwriting. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there's a mythos, like there's a whole like lineage that he planned out. He's got God like, damn it, sex with a dog. Yeah, he's name. got like J.R.R. Tolkien esque <laughs> like fucking lineages planned oh, out. God, explaining why Goofy talks and is is humanoid esque. And then Goofy has like a job. Basically, it's about kind of the dynamic between Max as sort of coming of age. And Goofy as the the single dad who is sad to see his son growing up. Yeah, and, and Max he's a wants little, his own world. He's and, a little lame. the The Goofy dad character. Yeah, he sucks. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> and Max is a little embarrassed to be seen around his dad. He's an ungrateful kid. I just want to say in both of these movies, especially in the second one, especially which we'll get the to. second one. Second yeah. one, Max is just unlikable right from the start. Yeah, what's his problem? Because the first one. Ends in the first one, he's kind of charming, he's kind of chill. Yeah, I like Max in the first one. They go one. through a whole thing in the first one. Oh, I know, and we'll get to it. We are going to get to it. All trust right. me. So, so the, the plot that you sort of follow on top of that theme is that Max really wants to go to LA because he lied to his current <laughs> girlfriend that he just got a first date with and said, I'm going to be on TV with like, you know, 
the most popular Pipeline. is that what? power power line, power line. Power the, line. Most, the most popular singing sensation in the U.S. right now. And so she's like, MC okay, Hammer? is that? Powerline was MC well. It was kind of like it was kind of like Michael Jackson, yeah, like some of the Michael moves. Jackson. But you know who he sounded like? He sounded like the guy Jermaine Stewart. Do you ever hear the song "We Don't Have to Take Our yes. Clothes Off"? He sounds he exactly sounded just like. Him. I thought it was him. I looked it up after. It's not him. It's some guy <laughs> I doing. I think that guy died. It's some guy. Do, yeah. Well, he had AIDS or yeah, something. Yeah. But it was some guy doing the exact like Jermaine Stewart voice. It's, I thought that too. I was gonna look it up, but I forgot. Yeah, dude. It's fucking weird. It sounds exactly like him. Yeah. Yeah, so he misses his first date because it really the truth is that um, Goofy decides with uh, the coaxing of his uh, shitty friend, you have to put your son under your thumb, yeah, like, like Rolling Stone style, and like <laughs> and force <He's> him, <laughs> force him to like go on this family bonding trip with you. And so Goofy's like, "Great, I'm going to take him to the lake my father took me to when I was a kid." Max's kid not want to go there less. He thinks it's super lame. Yeah, because he got plans. He's going to see the he, lady. Yeah, he wanted to go on his first date, and then suddenly Pops is taking him on a trip. He's so trying he's, to get to second base. All, right. he, all he's got to do, really, essentially, is say to the lady, "Look, my Pops is dragging me. You know, I totally, I'm, I'm totes to bone, but I got, a, <laughs> I got a Splitsville there, lady. That's all he has to say. Yeah, I, but he makes I'm him way totes more to bone, but I got a Splitsville there, lady. That would be my dialogue. <laughs> <Toast> to bone. <laughs> that would be a better movie. And and then the whole movie's solved. But instead of doing that, Max makes up this whole lie Crazy about lie. his pop's new power line back in the day. They used to do coke off a, you know, ten <laughs> year old boy's asses. Yeah, and that's Jesus. how they know each other. Yeah, rock and roll, man. As you do. As you do. <laughs> it's a part of it. What do you think Led Zeppelin was doing? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he makes up this elaborate lie. He says he's going to perform with Powerline in L.A. It's total bullshit. And now he's on this trip with his dad and he's also kind of dejected that he lied to this like sweet little lady. She's a little sweet little lady. There's nothing wrong with her. And she bought it. Yeah. And she bought it because she's, you know, she's nice. She gave him the benefit of the doubt. And Although when he first tries to tell her the truth, she's like, uh, I guess I'll just go to the party with some other dude. And yeah. Then, and then he was like, uh, but I'm famous. <laughs> yeah. And I so, still like her though. I think she's she's all right. I think she was just a, it was, she was caught up in the moment. Yeah. And so she said that it was a defense mechanism. I'm not gonna mm. I'm not gonna cross off anything about her just from that. I, I think I Max is it. the one who's shitty. Max is definitely the shitty one in so, this situation. I like Max. Here's here's what I really thought this movie was kind of about. I thought that it was kind of about like economic like being born in different economic brackets whoa where are you going with this (laughs) like goofy is clearly he you know especially when he goes on this road trip to where his father used to take him he goes to all these sort of like back country like nowheresville yeah goofy's rural he's super like rural hickey they like totally play that up especially with like the yuck is like Mm -hmm. you know his like you know rednecks shining through yeah. and he has this crappy job in a mall where he takes photos of little children which it, it, it reminded me of the master by the way like yeah. his, his fucking like <laughs> the suit that he's wearing and the pictures he's taking like at the mall it's like did did fucking paul thomas anderson like watch this scene and then do <laughs> the master do did he get into his head and get stuck there or something because it, it's pretty much like dead on Meanwhile, Goofy in his lifetime has made a, a better name for himself and he's gained, clearly he's become a more middle-class father, right. and Ma- which is what Max gets birthed into. And so and Max gets prick. sort of, <laughs> he's born in this more middle-class, uh, you know, sort of uh, and it's line all, of thinking. And it's all he knows. He, yeah, he it's all he knows. And that's why he's embarrassed of his father for being what he perceives as stupid yeah. or, or overly innocent or just too, you know, not, not hip. 
Right. Because he's he's uncool. He's, and he's yeah. but it's like it's about like growing up and like there's that great moment right at the start where like uh he has this like dream, which is like a gorgeous like uh, the opening shots are like there's like golden fields and blue sky. He's like having this dream and there's like a sunset and the girls there. Like it's a, it's like fucking like Nestor Almendro's Days of Heaven shit going on. <laughs> And he, he he's like about to like kiss the girl and he starts going like, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like, he's like, he's going through puberty. He's like going oh, yeah, through puberty turns, to become like goofy, which I thought was really interesting. Yeah. He's, and he's scared of turning into his dad, which I thought was like a really interesting dynamic. That's what was really interesting about this whole movie. And that's what really held it up is that dynamic between father and son. And that sort of like being embarrassed of his father from where he came from being embarrassed where he came from that need to fit into the status quo that you have in like high school. Yeah. You know, he wants to be cool. He has to be perceived as cool. You know, he wants to get the girl. And then also that idea of how like, you know, he's feeling out those boundaries at that, that specific ch- time in your childhood where you're trying to feel out the boundaries of what having your own life actually means. Yep. You know, that was interesting. You don't really see that so much in kids movies. I mean, you do, of course, coming of age movie. That, that's what that is meant to be about. Yeah. But I thought this actually played it in a lot more subtle ways. Yeah, and it played... In emotional ways. Essentially, it played like a live-action film. You mm. know, I, I thought, like, especially those dynamics. But also, there was, like, times where people are talking. There's, like, overlapping dialogue. A lot of, like, the deliveries sound pretty natural mm-hmm. as compared to, like, you know, usual cartoons. Like, it, it really made a push. Even in, like, the framing of shots, like... There's definitely definite like cartoonish stuff that occurs, but like it's it's like a very grounded like road movie yeah. essentially without ever looking boring. You know, it, it keeps to a, a pretty realistic uh, aesthetic, I guess. The animation know. I thought was pretty impressive. Animation's fantastic. I, I was really I just you know it's like man you don't you don't see that anymore. Kind no, of a- dude. You look at like I look I felt like I was looking at like fucking Fantasia when I was watching it, just like watching the animation, because in comparison to all the shit we see today, I mean, this is what we were right. talking about when we were watching Gumby, you know, the 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 comparison to the stuff that kids are watching today. It's it's like night and day. I mean, Goofy, that, that, that was a movie that came out in theaters. Apparently, I didn't know necessarily if it came out on on tape or if it actually had a theatrical release but apparently it did have a theatrical release you know when you're a kid you can't remember like right. you know what you saw like from the video store or what you saw in theaters but uh yeah it had a theatrical release it's shot on film it's you know straight up you know cell animation hand drawn it looks really good you know it's it doesn't look like like you can tell it doesn't have the budget of Cinderella or whatever else, but right. it also doesn't need it really. You know, I don't think it would have been that much better if it had more money. Like it, it looks good for what it is and it looks light years better than anything now. They definitely did a good job too of capturing that the nineties, uh, you know, look and feel. Yeah. It, it definitely feels like a period nineties film. Yeah. But the music, I feel like they, they were a little late. Yeah. The, music, this is the songs aren't that good. This is 95, but the music is like as if it was made in 91, which is probably when they wrote it. Well, yeah, that's probably when they started working on it and all that. But they kind of missed the mark because 95, nobody was singing those The difference between 95 and 91 is is so huge, just pop culture wise. Yeah. Like, I was a huge, that was a huge transition. And you feel it in the movie it does feel a little i can i can see how it would feel dated at the time like a yeah. couple five years behind the curve or whatever um it should have come out in the early night yeah but also like the songs like the, uh, there's no memorable song in the film 
I don't think. Like there, there are a couple of songs throughout. It's essentially a musical. There aren't too many songs, but there are songs. None of them are like ones where like, yeah, now that's in my head. Like they're they're, they're pretty yeah. bad. I they're, think the songs are really just, bad. Yeah. That was really. I didn't remember it being a musical. Yeah, when I was a kid. Yeah, it shouldn't have been. Yeah, I don't yeah. think it needed it whatsoever. No. I think it would have been. I think it would have went up like half a star or a whole star if it hadn't. Yeah, I don't yeah. mind high hopes. I thought that that could have stayed it. That yeah, that's a that's a standby. Yeah. I, the only thing I hated that last. Uh, here's where I think Goofy movie in general totally failed is the ending, there because it 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 totally falls off once Goofy realizes Max is lying to get him to go to L.A. and the whole lie comes out. Mm. You know, then he gets pissed off, and then suddenly they're like in this car rolling down a mountain as they oh, yeah, fall into weird. a waterfall as yeah. they're desperately now clinging for life and like. Oh, I love you, son. Or they're singing on a car that's floating down the water. <laughs> yeah. Talking about It's a very this, rushed third No act. one else but you. Like, terrible music. Terrible. Yeah. That song was awful. Yeah. It was this father-son ballad that made you want to like... You were like, this <laughs> doesn't belong, and I want to kill myself. Yep. And that waterfall scene was so trite. It was... That was the biggest failing of this movie, is really... And why I think maybe Disney kind of, kind of pushed it through afterward, was that they... I mean, push it away. Well, yeah, like got us through as quick as it could yeah, and, and, and forgot about it as as quick. I think also the Lion King came out the same year. So <laughs> oh, yeah. There was that. But, <laughs> you know, like it, they they set up all of this sort of realism within this world, especially that dynamic is very like human. It's very understandable. Yeah. And then they try to throw in like cartoon violence and it doesn't work. It's like, well, well they they tried to tie it all in with the with the perfect cast. You know yeah. the, the the fishing thing, which I kind of liked. I, yeah. I kind of like that. Like that he, he has right. this this perfect way of throwing a fishing line, which it comes back at the end. Yeah, I but thought like, that was interesting. That's the only reason that any of that happened. Yeah, which is but they, they could have done anything else. He could have like perfect cast a note to his son and been like, "Don't hate me." <laughs> I liked I liked some of the cartoon stuff. I liked the Bigfoot sequence. I thought that was interesting. <laughs> that was okay. I liked that this was, that yeah. Bigfoot took it upon himself that that he now has a captive audience yeah. because he has these two people trapped. I thought that was kind of interesting. That was that was a fun take on Bigfoot. I enjoyed that Bigfoot take. I didn't remember Bigfoot being in the movie. Neither did I. Mm. I did not either. I just felt like it all, like the, especially that ending just undercuts the the sort of more personal, yeah. you know, lessons of the movie well, by, it, by sort of saying like, oh, and like, Harry, we learned this because we almost died. Like, why do they have to almost die? True. You know, like that, that made it so out there for something that was just about like growing up and then it, like you have to kill well, someone. To- it runs into the problem that a lot of those 70 minute animated movies run into is that like suddenly it's over and it's like it just feels like wait what what? it's over like it it feels like it's missing either 20 minutes or it it should have been shorter but the stakes shouldn't have been so high they went from something that was very low stake film it was about like fighting with your dad and then suddenly it was about like well it was it was high stakes but it was (laughs) it was internal high stakes rather than external high stakes probably also i think that the message kind of is just lie to people. It'll work out. <laughs> Everybody yeah. will go along with as it. As long as if you lie, the message essentially is you can lie to whoever you want. Just then do the thing you lied about. Yeah. And then you're cool. Yeah. Like if, if you say like, hey, man, uh, I'm going to go and I'm going to go be on the moon. And you're like, uh, that sounds weird, but like, okay. And then <laughs> I, I go and I actually do go to the moon. Then I'm not a liar anymore. Yeah. You know, it's, it's like winning on a technicality, basically. 
Yeah, know? I thought that was kind of a shitty message. It is a shitty message. I mean, he confesses at the end, but he still actually sung a song with Powerline by sneaking in, trespassing. Trespassing. <laughs> uh, criminal mischief. Yeah. Yeah. What else? He was disorderly conduct. Disorderly conduct. Uh, in uh, some kind of endangerment of uh, security. Yeah. You know, security. They destroyed all kinds of equipment. Yeah. The jumbotron, right? Don't they slam into a big screen? Oh yeah, they and everybody right goes they do. nuts. <laughs> so <laughs> you can do all that stuff, but you get on TV and then you tell your girlfriend that it was an accident. Yeah. And then everything's cool. Yeah, man. Not a good, a good message. What a good message for kids. Which is a shame because. <laughs> There's there's definite opportunity for a good message in the film because the actual dynamic between him and his dad and the actual thing of like fear of becoming goofy, mm-hmm. fear of becoming not just goofy the character but goofy adjective like growing up and being like a lame person like that's a that's an interesting dynamic worth exploring. I don't know a lot of movies that actually do explore that with as much like zeroed in on uh, attention as as a goofy movie does. Yeah. Goofy comes across as like a sad divorcee in that movie. Yeah, I guess he is. You yeah. Know, also, you, what, they never mention the the mother. That's great though. That, what happened that to his brought dad? Brought a lot of realism to it. Do we know what happened to Goofy's dad? What do you mean? Is he just? Did he just, just die dead. of old age? People die. Yeah, I thought he just maybe there's, was dead. People no, die, Anthony Capper. Well, I knew I knew he was dead, but they didn't. You just. I think the mom's dead. I think Grandpa's dead. It He's was obsessed. a horrible accident. He's obsessed with his father. Yeah, because he misses him. Yeah, I think apparently he's doesn't with family. Apparently he doesn't miss the wife. I don't know what yeah, happened. Yeah, that was weird. I, it was just strange. There was no mention of it. That's something they could have brought in. Yeah, that no one added more it. Max layers. doesn't mention her. No one. Goofy never mentions her. There's only one girl in the whole movie, and it's that the little girl he's interested in. Yeah. And, and she has and a weird her, redneck dad, too. Oh, yeah, he was weird. Her, da- her dad was pretty cool, though. I liked him. He, he was like one of those, like... As wide as he is tall, kind of like yeah. uh, characters. That was kind of fun. Imposing. All he did was growl. Yeah, it was great. I like sort of like he that. reminded me of like half the the girls' dads of like ex girlfriends of mine when I was like growing up. Damn. <laughs> yeah, wow, you had it rough. I did a lot of a lot of a lot of daddy issues, ladies, in my past. <laughs> yeah. There was one line in one of the songs that I really dug uh, that I actually wrote down here because I thought it was so great. It was. Uh, Though he seems intoxicated, he's just highly animated. <laughs> I thought that was a great fucking line. I didn't remember that line. Yeah, as much as we want to like dog on the songs for being shitty, that's a great line. <laughs> Though he seems intoxicated, he's just highly animated. Is that it, the possum? Uh, no, it's a, it's in reference to his dad or something. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I, I thought that was great. Jeez. Yeah, because like, get it? Because he's animated. Because he's an yeah. animated character, but he means like animated as he's just like lively. Yeah. You know, he's also that. Wait, can we yeah, talk about the, the cheese huffing? Because that was just straight up huffing. Was he huffing the cheese? No, he was inhaling it in his mouth. He uh, ate it. Oh, those, ca- those cans have uh, nitrous. Yeah. Ah. He was doing uh, whippets. Whippets. Doing some whippets. Yeah. That was there was that was like a it was weird. That was totally strange. You know, but the director, I so I had to look up. I was like, "What is what's the deal with this movie, right?" So I had to look it up. The director is the same guy who did Brave Little Toaster, mm. and that made a lot of sense to me because that's another movie that kind of isn't for kids. <laughs> you know, like it's for older kids, but even then, it's kind of like not for children at all. 
it's just like really depressing. Mm-hmm. And like, I think I think a lot of that stuff goes over a kid's head though. No, know. I my I have my sister wept her eyes out. Really? At Brave Little Sister. I haven't seen it in a million years. So and I, I remember I it scaring know. the shit out of yeah. me. It was like the type of thing where it was just like, nope, this wasn't, this isn't good for children. Mm. Because it was about your, you know, all your appliances being alive uh, pre-Toy Story. <laughs> you know, yeah. and that was depressing. And Toy Story had that same effect, except Toy Story was a little friendlier, even mm. though it had that those vicious moments with the kid, like, killing his toys. I'll have to revisit the toaster. Yeah, I didn't. Brave Little Toaster is brutal. No? But there was like, yeah, the thing about, like, the, the cheese whiz was really seemed to be more like about huffing or something. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. I mean, it's 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 an interesting point. The nitrous, uh, whatever, yeah. in the can. You know, maybe that's what they were going for, but they were kind of circling it. Don't want to zero in on it in the kids' movie. But maybe that's a, maybe that's a. Well, that character was a total stoner. He's wearing flip flops yeah. or See, sandals. I, I love I, I love Pauly Shore. I yeah. like him in anything except for the horrible things he's been in. Yeah, but uh, I, you know, he's, he represents the '90s so hard. Oh my yeah. God! He, I love Encino Man. I love Son in Law. Yeah. Uh, those are those are those are actually pretty classics. Good. Those are funny fucking movies. I like him in this, even though he probably went into the studio and did all the lines in like two hours, <laughs> right? For like both of them, for both movies, um, he's barely in it. And I feel like I remembered him more as a kid, maybe just because I wanted to. Maybe just cause well, in '95, so Pauly Shore was was hot shit. Yeah. But he's only in it like kind of at the beginning. He's just like making Leaning Tower of Cheesa is the classic line that everybody so classic, remembers yeah. from from this movie. And it's such a throwaway kind of quick thing. But it's just so disturbing. What? The cheese? Yeah. You still on? You still disturbed by the I'm cheese? I'm still disturbed by it because it, it's like dripping out of his mouth. And I get it. Like in high school, there's always that guy. Yeah. There's always yeah, that one stoner. kid. He's a stoner kid. Yeah. Well, you know, in the second movie, the fact that he's dressed up entirely in Shaggy's outfit, I thought was pretty telling. Yeah. Well, we will uh, we will get to that second movie right right after the break. But first, yeah, I guess let's give our ratings. I give it like three out of five. I thought it was fine. I get three out of five actually. I that's being a little nice, you know. Like I could have given it less, but three out of five. Yeah, I guess I'll give it three out of five. See, I think it's like one of those ones where, like, if you feel the need to maybe revisit it, go for it, and you'll 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 get some enjoyment out of it. You'll probably think it was more adult than you remembered. Yeah, there, there's more. It had a lot to of heart. It. Yeah, it did have heart. heart. It did have heart, which the second one did not. And we will get into that right after the break. See you soon. And now, Smug Film presents Robot Reenactments. I love you, Jack. Don't you do that. Don't say your goodbyes. Not yet. Do you understand me? I'm so cold. Listen, Rose. You're gonna get out of here. You're gonna go on and you're gonna make lots of babies, and you're gonna watch them grow. You're gonna die an old. An old lady warm in her bed, not here, not this night. Not like this. Do you understand me? I can't feel my body. Winning that ticket, Rose was the best thing that ever happened to me. It brought me to you. And I'm thankful for that, Rose. I'm thankful. You must do me this honor. Promise me you'll survive. That you won't give up, no matter what happens, no matter how hopeless. Promise me now, Rose, and never let go of that promise. I promise. Never let go. I'll never let go, Jack. I'll never let go. This has been a robot reenactment. Now, back to the show. Hello, I am the hunky smug film sponsor Plugman. 
I'm here to tell you about the fine people who support the Smug Film Podcast through Patreon. You all should check out Bobby Slow on Twitter, he's a very funny and good man who tweets funny and good things and is worthy of your love. And he has a really good Twitter ratio of followers to following. That's impressive. Once again, that's Bobby, Slow, on Twitter. You should also check out Minor Key Games. Go on over to MinorKeyGames.com and check out these awesome computer games made by David and Kyle Pittman. Two brothers that make great video games with an old school feel. Cody hates new video games for the most part, but he enjoys the heck out of these. Once again, that's MinorKeyGames.com. Also, be sure to check out Room Full of Spoons, Rick Harper's documentary about the cult classic film The Room. It's a great documentary that we all love here as Smug Film, and go to roomfullofspoons.com to find out when it's coming to your city. Thank you for listening to my hunky voice, and thank you all who have donated to the show. And if you would like to be plugged on the show, please head on over to patreon.com smugfilm and donate. And now, back to the episode. Hello, Smug Film fans. Leave us a question or a comment for Smug Film to play on the show by calling the following voicemail number. 718-395-9711 Once again, that's 718-395-9711 We look forward to hearing from you, you lovely, lovely people. And we are back. And we're going to talk about extremely... Goofy movie, an extremely goofy movie. That's that's how this is billed. An extremely yeah. shit movie. Extremely not so goofy movie. Extremely, I didn't enjoy it. Yeah, movie. An extremely, I didn't enjoy it movie. <laughs> <laughs> that's your capsule review yeah. of an, an extremely goofy movie. I think we're all on the same page. This movie's fucking awful. Awful. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. It's and I went into it with a ton of people telling me, oh, the second one's pretty good. Me too. I don't know who these fucking people are <laughs> who have this like ass backwards recollection of an extremely goofy movie as good, but I ran into them as well. Yeah. And now I'm like, what the fuck was going through your mind as a kid? And how are you, how is that a positive memory in your mind now? I can't think of anything positive about it. Oh my God, yeah. was it bad? It Actually, was bad. there was one joke. First of all, wait a second. We should we should let's let's go linear it. with this. Yeah. Save save the joke. Let's go linear. Yeah. Because it opens so fucking weird. There's this weird intro with like a gong and like a turban. Like Goofy's in a turban and there's like a gong or whatever. Like what the fuck was going on there? Did you see that? That first logo? Oh. Am I the only one who saw this? Yeah. It was like it starts and there's like a CGI gong and like there's Goofy in a turban and he's like hitting the gong. And then it says extremely good. There's like a yeah. weird like the like a title opening title sequence. And it, the oh fucking first of all the opening title it unextremely and movie are in like courier font <laughs> and then like extra like goofy is in like a goofy font but it's like it's so like oh god like it's like this is what you're getting into like it was like yeah, it, it was, was like downhill. it was breaking it too it was like an extremely goofy <laughs> like it was like this is what you guys are going to be watching i hope you're uh you're perfect like it, it was like oof like it was i've never seen such a cautionary opening title like just in the font it was just like don't be excited for this. But then when it starts, they're playing some cool ska music. Yeah. You know what? I was I was like hating the music for the most part in this movie because there's a lot of like shitty 
covers of fairly good songs in it. But then there's like a couple songs that they're like really far. Like they play the actual original version of um, Shake a Groove Thing by Peaches and Herb. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, all right. And there's a, there's a part where they play the specials cover of uh, Pressure Drop mm. in it, which I love from Gross Point Blank. Like they're playing like quality, like ska music. Ran- you, know, you know who covered it? The specials. It was the specials cover of the Toots and the Maytals Pressure Drop song. Oh, oh, oh. And it's fucking good. It was fucking amazing. I get the sense that after the first movie, they were like, you know what? It wasn't a bad movie, but the music was terrible. Let's up the music this time. And then they forgot about the rest of the film. <laughs> yeah. Well, most of the songs, they're like I said, they're shitty covers, but the Peaches and Herb ones, choice fucking track, and, and, and of course, Specials, Pressure Drop, which we know and love from Gross Point Blank. Or just the specials. Fantastic. Yeah, specials are great. Fucking great. Everybody loves goddamn specials. But first of all, Max is a fucking dick right from the start in this one. <laughs> you would think that after all they've been through yeah, together dude. in the first movie, where Goofy saved his life, covered his ass, got fucking him into the Powerline concert, makes me never want to have a kid. Yeah. If if I'm gonna if I'm gonna like you know have a shitty time with my kid and then we're gonna overcome it and then yeah. years later he's just gonna yeah, he's be, gonna be like, even you, worse. Dad. He's gonna be even worse. Yeah. I don't want to have a kid. <laughs> I don't want to go through that. Right. He's a so, fucking douchebag in this one. The plot of this one is that now Max is going to college. It's the end of... We, we've skipped yeah. four years, even though they don't look like they've aged whatsoever. No. Yeah. His voice got lower. Is still, it, it was not James Marsden anymore, was it? it was, uh, I don't know who it was. It, it sounded it was, different. It was it some... Didn't matter. Yeah, and it was like, yeah, maybe he need, his, his balls haven't fully dropped. Yeah, like, maybe yeah, one ball dropped. But anyhow, like, so the plot is that he's going to college and he wants to be the best at extreme sports and he wants to beat... The current best at extreme sports fraternity, which is the Gammas. Yeah. The gamma a, a classic, moves. classic, uh, you know, college movie plot yeah. with like the evil fraternity. Right. Also, this came out in what, 2000? Yes. So once again, they're a few years late with their uh, X Games. I mean, they were still sort of relevant in 2000. Yeah. The whole movie feels sponsored by X Games, by the way. That should have come out in 95. I think yeah. it says ESPN somewhere in there. Yeah, it says ESPN and ESPN too. There's like yeah. little placards like everywhere in the goddamn movie. So they're, they're, I think they're a few years behind with the ska music and with the X Games. Oh, yeah. By 2000, I think that both of those things were pretty much over. And also the animation in this. Terrible. Holy fuck is it bad. Terrible. <laughs> it's so bad. And the fucking lines around the characters are like this ugly gray because it was probably when they were starting to do like uh, like digital intermediary stuff with like animation or whatever. And they didn't really have the capacity to make the lines look as good. And God damn, does it look bad? All the characters are like this weird gray outline and they don't move well. Like you look at that first one, they're moving great. They're like, uh, there's a lot of fucking character animation stuff that's like fairly complex and interesting. And then this one, just looks like shit everybody's moving like shit and then there's that weird like when people are dancing it cuts away to what's clearly cgi yeah uh, that like has just like that sort of cartoon pasted over it yeah it, it was that weird period where they're experimenting with a little bit of that and it was just fucking awful and I, so max goes to college and yeah. he's like good i got rid of my stupid fucking dad finally yeah he's like a fucking dick to his dad <laughs> His dad's like seems cooler in this one. Max seems really? less cool. See, I thought that Goofy seemed way worse in this because now Goofy went from being a sad divorcee to like a total loser. He's like a really like like a sad, haggard. Like he works on an assembly line now. Oh yeah, well that's true. Like, he, his his lot in life is worse. It's way worse. His his interactions with his son kind of feel like 
It, he got dumber, Goofy. He seems stupider, and then his interactions with his son kind of feel like a like a like he's the patient and his son is the doctor. Like his son's constantly humoring him. Well, what I mean is halfway into the film, I'm I'm on Goofy train. Yeah, and I'm not on Max train. I was well, never Max on Max train. Whatsoever. Totally a dick. Max is unlikable from the start. Unlikable throughout the entire film. Yeah, I thought I thought he was just pretty goddamn horrible. I think Goofy halfway in, I'm like I'm rooting for Goofy. Once he starts, he like meets a librarian. Goofy meets a librarian because Goofy has to go back to college because uh, he can't get a job. He can't get a job because uh, he gets a, he gets laid off at the box factory or whatever. What happened to the photo thing? The photo thing from the first movie. Why isn't he doing that anymore? Yeah, he lost his photo gig. I don't know. Everybody moved to digital. He lost his uh, <laughs> fucking gig taking photos at the mall. Now he's working at the box factory and he has to go back to college because he never finished college. Well, he says he did three years and he never finished, but they don't let you. They don't tell you why they cut him off. His wife died. Maybe. I don't maybe. know. Or his father died. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Or he had a son. Yeah. Maybe. And he went through some shit. But you know what? It's kind of a fucked up lesson to say, like, if you don't go to college, you literally cannot get a job. Yeah, that's, that's what they straight up tell us. Well, that's, that's, the, that's the horrible propaganda that has led to like all the student loan shit. We can probably trace it all back to Extremely Goofy movie. <laughs> right. Everybody, all that's the kids, one movie. All the kids saw that and they were like, no, I have to go. And then like all these kids, they get on the loans and this, that, and the other. Everybody's in debt. We got the all next thing you nation know, of debt. 2008, the yeah. fucking economy collapses. <laughs> yeah. You can all trace it back to <laughs> an Extremely Goofy movie. <laughs> a straight to video Goofy movie yeah it, it's uh it's right so he goes back to college right Yeah. now he shows up at the same college as max is max is that max flips his shit oh god yeah because now then, now he's in class with pops right and his but the to be fair goofy shows up he says in his little interview where they're like you need a job or else you're out or you need a college degree or else you're out he shows up to college dressed like in an Afro wig and like a blue seventies, <laughs> yeah, bell bottom suit, bell bottom yeah. suit with white shoes, yeah, white pointed lapel. So He's, how old is Goofy supposed to be? <laughs> That's a good question. Well, I guess he if he was in college in the seventies. Let's kind of backtrack this, and it's it's ninety. It's like late nineties now, presumably. Yeah, that would make him like in his, his uh, I guess going on forty or something, oh. maybe. Oh, that's it. Because okay. he, he did three years of college. I guess it depends on when in the 70s. Yeah. So, yeah, he's a 40 something year old man. Well, when, when did Goofy in, get invented? When did Maybe go- it's based on that. 40s or something? No, uh, 30s. 30s? Yeah. I think so. Oh, yeah, maybe. Yeah. But uh, I don't think we're, yeah, I don't think his lineage is exactly to when he was <laughs> invented. No. Um, I think he he's just, just been an adult for a while. It's like The Simpsons. Yeah. But uh, yeah, he's back in college and he's embarrassing the hell out of his son. He is genuinely being... That, that's what I mean, though. It's like, why would you walk into class, like slam the door open, start disco dancing over to your son and be like, <laughs> hey, son, that's my son, everyone. This right here, that's my son. And you're like, ah, like, come on, dude. Yeah. And then that's when you're like, okay, I feel for Max. Otherwise, Max totally a dick. No, Anyhow, but he deserved it. He deserved that embarrassment. Yeah, I liked I liked when he was embarrassed because fuck him. Because yeah, you know him. what? If you're gonna be a dick, guess what? I don't care if bad shit happens to you, there, guy. Yeah, I I liked. Uh, there was a great moment actually. I will admit it was great. I liked the coffee shop scene where you have like the the lady reading poetry. 
I thought oh, that was really funny. The hot, the hot poetry. Yeah, lady. the hot poetry. I loved. I love all the side female characters in this movie. I think they're great. All I love, of the women in this movie were weird though, because you notice all great. the girls on campus were wearing heels and really short skirts, and they had big boobs. I didn't oh even, yeah, I didn't even notice. I got to go back and watch it. Again. All of the women in this movie. It was no. so strange, except for the two main characters. Yeah, the, the, I love them. The side ladies. She the, was cool. The beatnik chick. Poetry chick was awesome. Though I didn't like that fucking line where he's like, let me pick up some Java guys. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. Fuck you, Max. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Max is a fucking poser. <laughs> and uh, I like the librarian chick that uh, uh, Goofy Sr. gets with. Yeah, so Sylvia? I think so, yeah. There's a really, really, really weird nostalgia for the 70s in this movie. But it's nostalgia for a very lame Disco portion of bullshit the 70s. 70. Yeah, they're like, they, they bond over Gilligan's Island. And, hey, that was a good show, though. And That's, I actually used to watch it. They and mood rings and show. like just disco, like really. They cheesy bond disco over, dancing. yeah, like the the cheesy aspects of the seventies. But to be to be fair, they're listening to Peaches and Herbs, so I'll I'll, I'll give them that. But uh, yeah, it, it, they do initially bond over like very cliche, boring seventies uh, stuff. It's really weird, though. It feels really specific and like out of nowhere. It's not even like it's just like everyone. Of course, kids are going to be nostalgic for the 70s. You know, it's like this sort of like, hey, oh, come on, everyone. The 70s was great. Remember? Hey, I like the 70s. But it's like, <laughs> how old were you watching this movie? You know what I mean? Like, how old is like, well, who's the target audience? Well, I think it was it was like parents. That parents, was meant to yeah. be for the parents. Yeah. <sighs> Ah, uh, there's too much. There's I think too much dialogue. I'm just upset they didn't go for more like 70s deep cuts. Because like yeah. if if this is a movie nobody cares about anyway, just sneak in all sorts of references to shit that like that's when it is actually been cool the, the from parents. the 70s. Yeah. If it had been like more 70s deep cuts, it would have felt like wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Like, you know, hey, this is for you guys, but the kids don't realize. Yeah, but I would have loved that. This was like just use dumbing down the 70s so hard that even, I can't imagine any parent enjoying it. Yeah, if two characters are going to bond on the 70s in like a scene where it's two adult characters talking to, to each other in a library, might as well just have them like bust out like, yo, you remember that Lou Rawls album? You know, <laughs> like like bond on some real shit. Lou Rawls is a great name for a dog-looking character, too. Exactly. It could have yeah. been so perfect. Yeah, you could have had dog Lou Rawls walk in, pay uh, him a couple bucks to do a voice, and he could show up at the fucking discotheque. I'm writing this thing right now. Yeah, that's a good So movie. much better. It's way better. Lou Rawls showing up, I'm there. Who's who's saying no to that? Who's saying no to that? But yeah, the coffee shop. Max. Matt, would Max no. would fucking be, who's this guy? <laughs> fucking Max. I want to listen to Ska <laughs> right on my skateboard. So basically, basically, there's a whole thrust where there's a rivalry between Max and his friends and the fucking super uh, elite fraternity. They're a bunch of dicks and they, they're going to compete at the X Games, which, by the way, the actual fucking X Games competition in the film has no bearing to the reality of X Games whatsoever. Yeah, nothing. This nothing. Totally... It's nothing like it. The sco the scoring is is completely different. The events are completely different, except for like one or two. I got mad nostalgic for fucking Street Luge. Remember Street Luge? Oh yeah. Before they stopped doing that because it was too fucking bizarre and crazy and horrible, <laughs> and people could die really easily. Well, that's why it's extreme. There was a fucking patch of time. I don't think they do it anymore, but there was a patch of time where they did fucking street luge and then everybody was like falling all over the place. You can go to YouTube and watch like a million fucking YouTubes of people like getting really wrecked doing fucking street luge because it's a horrible idea. Mm -hmm. 
But yeah, I'm. I was like, holy shit! I forgot about Street Luge when I was watching this movie. I forgot about Street Luge. Hot yeah, Rod, Hot Rod has a Street Luge. It does for five seconds. You're, you're a big Hot Rod fan. Love, love. You Hot watched Rod. the new one, right? The Never Stop, Never Stopping, or what? If we start talking about that, I'm only going to talk it, about that. Right? I loved it. Quick, quick capsule review from Jen Ipcar. It's great. Uh, you know, like. It's this perfect satire. It, it has that like um, it has that Spinal Tap vibe of making fun of like a certain type of music, except that it's really making fun of like the the poser lifestyle around it way more than it is even the music. But then there's like a lot of like jiving on that like Justin Bieber type songs. But the yeah. best part about that movie is that you have people reacting realistically to this music. There's never like. Oh yeah, like everyone loves this song about like how she wants to get fucked like Bin Laden. Everyone's like, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> right. You know, so it, like there's a realism to it. It was great. So I is it worth it. seeing if you don't give a shit about Andy Samberg like I me? Th- I thought it was really good. I thought this was their most accessible, okay, and and least uh, Lonely Island esque film. Because I like I like the Jorma Tacconi or whatever. Because I like MacGruber a lot. He's great. MacGruber was in Akiva Schaefer. MacGruber was a good fucking movie. I thought it was going to be bad, but it was really good. It's it real good. There's a great scene with a penis in this movie. Great scene with a penis. Really? Mm. That, that should, essentially, really that perfect. should be your capsule review. Yeah. On, on the poster and, or the DVD or something, great scene with a penis. Jenna Epcar, smug film. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, check out uh, Never Stop, Never Stopping. Yeah, it? Pop, Star, Pop Star, Never Stop, Never Stopping. That's uh, Jenna's, uh, Jenna's pick, right? I fucking loved it. Back to... Uh, Garbage, extremely <laughs> goofy movie. Uh, there's there's one uh, sight gag that I kind of like, which is uh, Goofy seniors taking a test in one of the classes, and you see the test for a split second, and the question that he's working on is briefly explain the meaning of the universe. Yes, that was the only that was, thing that made I me laughed, laugh. I laughed out loud. That was the I only fucking, thing. I guffawed like Goofy would. Yes, I, I laughed. So briefly, but so thoroughly at yes. that joke. That was I have that written down. Yeah. I was like, "This I is the one too. funny oh joke in this whole movie." It was amazing. Briefly explained. <laughs> that could have been the whole movie. Yeah, it yeah. could have. Could have just been that one shot. Yeah, that was that was amazing. And then Goofy part. has like a fucked up fever dream that mm. has about more way more seventies than six, rather more way more sixties yeah. than seventies. Yeah, they got that fucking wrong. It was so bizarre. Yeah, it should have been more like discoy. I liked also the line here. I wrote this one down too. Let me see if you remember this one. Uh, there's a part where uh, one of the one of Max's friends says, "Do you ever wonder why we're always like wearing gloves?" Which is <laughs> really yeah, which is great because it happened right at the moment when I noticed that everybody in the fucking movie was wearing gloves because they're fucking Disney characters. Yeah, and I was like, "Holy shit!" It was like he saw into my brain. It was right when I noticed it. That's it was so like funny. it was so perfectly timed, unbeknownst to them when they even wrote the joke. But it was literally like maybe twenty seconds after I had that realization. I I totally missed that line. It, it spoke to me. The one thing, the <laughs> other thing I wrote down because it, but it made me so angry was at the end of the movie where Max, like he turns wistfully to his father as he drives off. The father's driving off with the librarian, and they're living happily ever after, essentially. And Max just turns and he goes. <sighs> He is so goofy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and you were like, fucking kill me. <laughs> Burn this movie down. Yeah. Yeah, so he... That's when you need somebody turning to him and being like, Max, you know his name is, is Goofy, right? You know your... <laughs> you know your you know last your, name is... Your last name is Goofy. <laughs> you know what? Okay. You're... As Anthony brought up about the first movie, what the, the whole thing about this movie is that 
people are cheating constantly. And it's not yeah. fun to watch people cheat. Yeah. yeah. It isn't. It takes you away from the movie, the whole X game thing. Mm-hmm. The reason the gammas are always winning is because they're always cheating. And they're cheating in these really crazy, like they're blatant. They have blatant cheating. Super blatant. And then like putting like rockets in people's skateboards and yeah. stuff that like is just so over the top. And it like, needs you to know, be cheating that like is is plausible that they could get away with it. Like at least in like WWE, like the ref is turned away yeah. if somebody's cheating. And this, it's like it's live television. It's being covered with all these cameras, and it's the most blatant cheating you've ever seen in your goddamn life. It's like wacky races level cheating. <laughs> yeah, it, it's real bad. And then in the end, when they like send one of the teammates like f- literally flying on a rocket into the next state, the refs like can't do nothing about it. Yep. Yep. You got my three hand, minutes. Like, my hands are tied. It's like, yeah. what the fuck? I mean, they couldn't do anything about the script. Why would they do anything about this game? <laughs> I got something to bring up and then we can just fucking close the book on this goddamn piece of shit. I got but one more thing to say. I, okay. Well, I got, a, I got a quick little observation. This is a little pet theory of mine. Yeah. Did you notice that one of the kids in the Gamma Frat is totally Bigfoot's kid from the first oh, goddamn movie? Shit. Did you see that kid? Yes. He's got the same teeth. He's got the same Bigfoot face, but he's more humanoid. He's Bigfoot's kid from the first fucking movie. Who did Bigfoot fuck? Who did Bigfoot <laughs> fuck? That's what I want to know. Why aren't they friends? Because that's way more rural and hickey than that should have been the was. movie. How yeah. was that not the movie? Yeah. Why wasn't he a bigger character, Bigfoot's kid? That would have been a better movie. Yeah. Yeah, but that was my observation. When I saw that, I was like, holy shit, that looks like Bigfoot's kid. And I saw another shot of him. I was like, oh my gosh, him. It's fucking Bigfoot's kid. What's your observation, John? Two things real quick. When you said earlier about the X Games and the, the scoring system not making any sense, I'm pretty sure the only reason, it was like a one out of 10 scoring system, but with different countries, question mark. Oh, yeah, yeah. And the only reason that they did that is so that they could say Germany says nine. I like that part. Uh, that was the only uh, yeah, reason they did that. I like that. that everyone that's, gave a 10 and Germany's like nine. That's pretty yeah. funny. I like that. That's a good joke. That and then the, th- the, the same issue with the first movie happened again here where like cartoon violence just doesn't mesh. With like, you know, the college coming of age film. Yeah. You know, stuff like, especially this one, there's car accidents, there's like, uh, you know, fires, there's horseshoes being flung, people lose teeth. It's like not, it's like, it's not fun. It meshes way less than it does in the first one. And even in the first one doesn't mesh terribly well. Yeah. And this one, it's just kind of creepy. It's like, you know, I I don't know. It just doesn't work whatsoever. Yeah, I just... I kind of like that at the end of the movie, Goofy is kind of like, fuck my son. Yeah. I don't you know what? Yeah. Fuck yeah. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I like that that was the message. The message yeah. was like, I don't care about my kid. I'm fucking cute yeah. librarian now 70s I got, nostalgia I got, I got Sylvia now. Yeah, I got Sylvia. Fuck it, Max. Because he tries to joke around that he's going to get a job on campus. Yeah. And Max is like, what? <laughs> I have to spend time with you? Yeah. And then he's like, just kidding. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> And then he just oh drives off. And I wish like, that was actually the dialogue. <laughs> that would have the greatest ending I've ever seen in my life. That's like a YouTube redub you have to do. Oh, my. oh should we do it? Can we make that before oh, this uh, goes up? Not before, but man. And if a fan wants to do it, if a fan wants to do it, please. Maybe I'll do it. When is yeah. this go? Monday? I don't know, Monday. Yeah. Maybe you could. I don't know. If it, if it, if you're listening and it exists, it means we've done it. <laughs> if you're listening and we haven't done it, it means we haven't done it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. So what do we rate this movie? One, one to five. Can we give it? Should a zero? we extend it to zero to five? Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. yeah. I think it sucked. Yeah. Well, I, the ending. It has. If we could have put that ending on the first movie, 
Yeah, the and, fuck you kid yeah, ending. That it was a great ending. Yeah. What but, do you what do you give it out of five? Can you even quantify it into an actual uh You know number? what? I gave it one and a half. Because okay. it, it was terrible, but it didn't make me angry. Yeah, I'll give it a one and a half too. And then, but I just, it was like, you know, I, this was a movie for like 18 year old skater boys that have like a hardcore 70s nostalgia. Like I that's said, who this later, movie is for. Yeah. Yeah. And Avril Lavigne. Nice little Avril Lavigne reference uh-huh. there. I, I just didn't, I didn't get it. They, they dumbed down everyone. There was a lot of weird dancing. Like yeah. the, the 70s thing was so, and as someone who actually has 70s nostalgia, having not grown up in the 70s, this movie did not appeal to me whatsoever. Same. <laughs> Same, except like, nope. props for sneaking the specials cover of Pressure Drop in and po- props for actually using the actual Peaches and Herb track. But other than that, and also props for Sylvia and the other chick. Mm-hmm. But yeah, one and a half out of five. There's really no reason to revisit this one. Whereas I can see there's reason to revisit the first one if you feel a pull. I don't, and the sad thing too, this is the one, the sequel is the one that's available on Netflix. The The first one isn't. And the sequel is the one that, um, Got a higher rating than the original. Yeah, what? on fucking Rotten Tomatoes and all that. How? I, I don't, don't know, know. <laughs> man. I don't know why. What are people seeing in this movie that's good? It's not good. Please call in if you have think there was anything redeeming about yeah. this film. Yeah, I really want to know. I just want to yell at the person. <laughs> I, I just want to yell at the voicemail because there's nothing redeeming about this goddamn film. Oh, man. Oh, man. It was disappointing. It was so yeah. disappointing. So... If if you if you want us conti- to continue this this charade, uh, I hope they do. We will do Gorky Park next, which apparently is supposed to be like a pretty good like drama, you know, kind of there's espionage or something. Is it on Netflix? I don't think so, but it, it's a, it's a movie that exists, and uh, we will watch it, and then we'll do uh, Grimsby, and then we'll maybe we'll do a couple of the Gatsby's. So if you want or us to keep going insane, hashtag Grexit. Remember, ha- hashtag Grexit or hashtag Greenmain. Greenmain. <laughs> All right, you gotta let us know if you want to keep this going. I enjoy it. I like I like having to rack my brain and say, uh, Gordy, Gordy, uh, wait, Gordy, Gumby, Gooby, Gooby, Goofy, Goofy, Gorky, Grimsby, Gatsby. If if you get enjoyment out of that like I do, and I like coming back, so yeah, and <laughs> and everybody loves Anthony Kapfer. Everybody loves uh, hearing from from that man, the King. The King is back. The no. King so. is back. Glad to glad to see the Anthony Kapfer. And if if you vote for, uh, wait, which what are people vote? Grimane means we keep doing it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we okay. remain in this hellhole. I I, I say vote Grimane. I think I think uh, Jen is saying Greg's. I'm Gregsiting, but you, uh, you know what? If are I'm, you Grimane or Gregs? I want Grimane. He oh, wants a, two to one. <laughs> <laughs> We're Grimaning. All right, all right. Yeah. Look, with, if this is for the good of the country, I'm in. Yeah, but we'll we'll hear from the fans too. If the fans are all Gregsit, then uh, we'll see. We'll see what's going on there. You know, I'll take it into consideration. But I'm enjoying myself. And I hope you are too. Thank you all for listening. Thank you, Anthony Kaffer, for being here. Thanks for having Check me. Check him out at anthonykaffer.com. Yeah. Yeah, you got a, got movies on there. You got stand-up thingies, little cartoons, little... Yeah, uh, cartoons, short films. Yeah. I'm, put, I'm about to put out a book. Tour dates? Uh, yeah, that's going to be on there. Tour dates? Can you name the title of the book? Can you can you announce that? Uh, yeah, it's called Book the Book. Book the Book. Uh, it's coming out soon. By Anthony Kaffer. Funny short stories and comics and uh, 
Dirty haikus. Dirty haikus. Stuff like that. Look for that on the on the Amazon and wherever else you decide to yeah. put it out there. And uh, Jenny, you got anything going? You got any books coming out? Uh, I'll write one. Write a book now. Okay. Do it. <laughs> Called book two. Book, ooh, <laughs> book two. Book the book two. Sequel. <laughs> book. Yeah. Hmm. All right. You got a little rivalry going. Uh oh. A brewing. Just to be a dick. You know, Max inspired me. An extremely yeah. book. You picked up on Max's dick vibes, so now you're <laughs> yeah. riding that into the sunset. Yep. All right. Thank you all for listening. See you soon. Bye bye. <laughs>